started and I'll defer to, to you and Jesse to figure out the, the, um, the interesting naming convention we have going on in this meeting. Uh, so uh, Jesse, why, why don't you run us through the, uh, the tech side of, uh, of tonight's festivities? All right, welcome to our virtual alcohol license review committee. We're going to cover a few basic items before beginning. If you lose connection at any point during the meeting, you can reconnect by clicking the link or calling the number in your original email. To members and city staff members, if you are able, please activate your video and keep it on for the duration of the meeting. Staff, if you are able, please activate your video when you are speaking. Use the raise hand feature when you'd like to be recognized to speak ask question, or, or, and ask questions. Staff, click raise hand when you are asked a question. The chair will do their best to call on members in the order in which their hands are raised. Lowering your hand will take you out of the queue. Members of the public who have registered to speak, the name you entered in Zoom must match the name you entered in registration. You will remain muted until called upon. The clerk will tell you when your time is up. After speaking, a member of the body may ask you a question. If you need to share documentation with the committee, please send it to the email listed in today's agenda. Chair, the floor is yours. Brilliant. Thanks so much, uh, Jesse. Um, Jim, uh, do we have any notified absences this evening? Just Mr. Donnelly is a notified absence. Super, thank you. Um, and then I think we can go into the uh, uh, the roll call uh, for this evening. So Jim, I'll turn it back over to you. All right. Um, Mr. Fletcher? Here. Mr. Fletcher here, Alder Carter? Hi. Present. Alder Carter here. Uh, Ms. Farley? Present. Dr. Reese? Here. Alder Revere? Here. Alder Miazzi? Chair, we have quorum. Thank you very much. And Jim, just to, just so everyone uh, hears it, uh, I believe we have, uh, we're at the bare minimum for quorum, correct? That is correct. Yeah, so just uh, keep that uh, in mind as we roll along. Um, approval of the minutes. Is there a, a motion to approve minutes from our February the 16th uh, meeting? I'll move to approve. Dr. Reese moves to approve. Is there a second? Second by Alder Carter. Any discussion of the minutes? Seeing none, uh, all those uh, who oppose uh, signify so by uh, raising your hand. Seeing none, the minutes, oh, Alder Vivir. I was signaling the opposite, apologies, Vice Chair. No, that's okay, that's okay. I was, uh, I, I, in my years, I've never seen you oppose the minutes. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, um, no, that, the uh, minutes stand unanimously uh, uh, approved. Um, public comment, Jim, do we have any uh, public comments? I do not see any general public comment, no. Sounds good. Disclosures and recusals, members of the body uh, should make any required disclosures or recusals uh, under the city's ethics code. Are there any uh, such uh, recusals or disclosures at this time? Seeing none, thank you very much. That moves us on to the consent agenda. 
the ALRC uses a consent agenda uh, for typically non-controversial uh, items. Uh, it can include um, uh, you know, certain conditions that have been uh, agreed to by uh, uh, the applicant. Uh, if you're here appearing uh, for your liquor license application this evening and your agenda item appears on the consent agenda, you are not required to speak in front of the committee. Uh, so, uh, Jim, I would uh, ask you, can you read uh, the numbers for the consent agenda uh, now, the, the brief, and then uh, we will provide the typical opportunity uh, for um, committee members, all those staff, any citizens registered to speak on the items, uh, the uh, uh, possibility of removing those items uh, from the consent agenda. Uh, Jim? Sure. Uh, the proposed consent agenda for March 16, 2020, recommended council to grant change of agent items number four and five, business name change item number six, entity reorganization item number seven, and a recommended council to place them file without prejudice, recess public hearing, and number eight. And item number eight, the applicant reached out to me and said they no longer wish to pursue an application at this address. Thank you very much, Jim. Um, any uh, 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 any items folks want to uh, remove or uh, discuss briefly on the consent agenda? Seeing none, is there a motion to approve the consent agenda? Dr. Reese, seconded by Alder Carter. Uh, any discussion of the consent agenda as read by the clerk? Um, I... Ms. Farley. <laughs> I, um, I have, a, I guess, a question about one of the things on the consent agenda. Um, I don't know if I would request... I don't know where in the process we are now. Uh, to sure. Request that it be do, do you uh, do you believe it is a, a brief informational question or something more detailed? Um, I believe it's a brief informational question. One of the um, documents on there seems to be missing a couple of lines. Um, so just wanted to. Sure. Uh, which uh, which item are you referring to? And then we can see if we have someone registered to uh, to speak. Yes, um, this is for um, the, I believe it's the entity reorganization. Number seven. Correct. Jim, do we have anyone to uh, uh, speak to that particular item? We do not have anyone registered for that item. Okay. What was the, the question? Maybe I can answer it. Uh, yeah, so the um, item where it says to, uh, if it will alter business plan, neither no nor yes are marked um, on the application. Mm. Okay. So I think the appropriate thing to probably do um, is, you know, I, I, you know, unless other folks object is to, to kind of pull, pull it for now, see if someone registers uh, to, to speak uh, uh, on the item, uh, and uh, if so, if not, then we can move it to our next regularly scheduled uh, meeting. Uh, so let's uh, let's remove number seven uh, from the consent agenda. That leaves four, five, six, and eight. Um, any further discussion 
seeing none, uh, so um, uh, we can take a vote. Uh, all those in, uh, all those opposed, signify so by raising your hand. Seeing none, uh, the uh, consent agenda as amended stands approved. Uh, Jim, could you uh, just read out those items that have been approved as part of the committee's consent agenda for this month? Sure. Can you remind me who the sec who the or the original motion came from? It was Dr. Reese, seconded by Alder Carter, uh, I believe. Okay. Excellent. All right. So the approved consent agenda for ALRC meeting March 16th, 2022. Recommended council to grant item number four, change of agent, Aldi Inc. Item number five, change of agent, Quick Trip Inc. Item number six, business name change, 502 State Street, LLC. And recommended council to place on file without prejudice, recess, public hearing. Item number eight, a public hearing new license, Sriram Retails 3 LLC, 1101 South Park Street, Class A Beer, Class A Liquor. Thanks very much, uh, uh, Jim. And again, uh, for any folks on the line, if your uh, item has been read out by the uh, Deputy City Clerk, uh, um, the committee has uh, uh, properly taken action on your item and there is no need to uh, stick around unless you have uh, interest or other items on the agenda, not read by the deputy city clerk. Uh, so that uh, uh, takes us on uh, uh, into our agenda this evening. Um, Jim, are there any items uh, requiring an interpreter? There is. I was going to recommend um, for possible order, we take up the operator first who is here, um, and then we do have two items for uh, interpretation, and that is... Um, Items, uh, shoot, I had my agenda with me and now I don't, or, oh, here it is. Uh, items number 11 and then 17, 18 go together. Super duper. Any objection from the committee in taking uh, in, in kind of using that to, as, as a list? So let's, uh, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, let's uh, uh, discuss the operator's license application, item number three. Corona uh, uh, T. Legginston Craig. Corona, uh, do we have you on the uh, on the line? Yes. Corona, uh, good evening. I hope you are doing uh, well. Uh, I will turn it over to Captain Zanders with the Madison uh, Police Department uh, to uh, provide the committee and, and yourself kind of a, uh, an overview of uh, why you're before us this evening. Captain uh, Zanders, good evening, and uh, over to you. Good evening. Council members, good evening, Karina. Um, part of my duties in uh, attending these meetings is to conduct a background investigation on those that apply for an application for an operator's license. In doing yeah. so, what I look for is the guidelines that have been provided to you referenced that are bounded by, uh, I'm sorry, state statute. In doing so, in viewing your application, I did observe two items of concern that I must bring forward to the council upon me uh, reading through these explanations are, and providing you with an articulation of what these items are, you will have your opportunity to speak to the panel. With that being said, the first one that I was able to recognize was guideline number one. And it reads as is, provided the circumstances of the offense substantially relates to the circumstances of the job or license activity, any person who has been convicted of a felony, unless duly pardoned, does not qualify for an operator's license. To the extent, the other guidelines reference a specific offense. The guidelines shall apply if the offense constitutes a felony. So back on September 4th, 2008, you were convicted of a class H felony, specifically unauthorized use of an individual's personal identifying information or documents. 
Yes. Then the second one would be guideline number five, which states the following. Applicants must truthfully and completely fill out applications. Appearance A states if an applicant provides false information on the application that the application should be denied and the applicant should not be eligible for re to reapply for an operator license for a period of one year from the date of denial such application. Once again, in viewing your file on your application, you noted that in 2019, you had an OWI arrest dismissed and read in while the, yeah. final, convicted, yeah, while the final convicted charge was operated after revocation. DOT records show that on September 19, 2019, arrest that there was a conviction for first offense OWI in the village of Mount Pleasant. There is no indication that this charge was ever dropped or read in. Um, with that being said, I would like to provide a caveat before you speak to the council that um, we did attempt to get reports in regards to this to gather more information. However, that respondent or corresponding agency did not deliver those reports. So we have no further information from a law enforcement stance. Thank you, Captain uh, Zanders. Um, uh, Karenna, do you have any uh, sort of uh, initial comments before we uh, take uh, maybe questions from the, the committee? Yes, I do. So um, regarding the using a miss, the felony charge, that was my sister's name. And at that time, I had custody of, well, I have four kids of my own, and I'm not using this as an excuse. And I had her four kids in my custody, and I had to pick them up from school. It was a rainy day. And it was, it was like bad weather. I was the only available driver. And I knew I had a warrant for an unpaid ticket. And when I called my sister and told her, she said, use my name because she didn't have a warrant. And at that time and place, my sister was in a bad situation that it was either kind of pay her to not tell that I used her name or she was gonna go to the courts. Being that her kids were in my custody and care, I didn't think that she was going to go to that extreme to do it, but she did. And I did get my license, my liquor license in racing after explaining this to the court system because they actually went in and it was Judge Cruel who made the judging and he was, he said, unfortunately he had to do it because it was falsified, but it was my sister. So it wasn't like it was somebody random I knew, didn't know or somebody I stole identification from. I was given permission by my sister which she reneged on because she wanted money for other things. And as far as the judgment of the first time offending, um, driving under influence, it says on my papers that I was not convicted of that. 
and I'm trying to look it up right now because I, when I was there filling out the application, I CCAP myself. So I try to put down everything accurately as I could. So I'm trying to look that up right now. And I mean, I'm sure you all have access to it because it reads the, um, the case and it says revocated or I can't remember. I wish, okay, well, I'm sure you guys have as much access as I do. Corinna, before we, uh, um, you know, continue on, I think members of the committee or staff may have questions or, uh, or, or relevant points too. So, uh, uh, um, uh, Attorney Zillaby. Hi, I was just going to say that um, municipal court convictions are not on CCAP, so that's probably why yeah, she can't. It, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stop you off, but just saying that I was, I'm confused about this situation too, because they're telling me that um, it's Mount Pleasant Village, right? Right, and that would not be on CCAP then. Yes, they have but it's actually convicted in um racine that that's all I had to say was okay. that it's mm-hmm. thank you attorney Zilby. Corona, if you can uh, you know as we're proceeding just kind of wait for more so questions from from staff uh, um that'd be good just to keep the flow of, of the discussion going um Questions uh, uh, from members of the, the committee or staff? Uh, Dr. Reese. Thank you. Corinna, can you tell us a little more? You said you had an operator license in Racine and just can you tell us a little bit more about how long you had that and then when you um, was there a gap between when you came up here to apply for an operator license? No, when I came here, I had my license. Um, wait a minute. Oh, liquor license we're talking about. I'm sorry. Um, when I came here, there was a little bit of a gap because with the pandemic going on, I wasn't keeping up with my license but my license were still in place and seen to the point where I didn't have to retake the class or anything like this is what I've done my whole life. I am actually a mixologist certified and I've never been pulled over for drunk driving or anything like that. And when I got pulled over, it was pulled over for speeding. But I do have it wouldn't be in Racine, I mean, um, Mount Pleasant. It's gonna show Racine and that is what confused me too. Because the prosecution, like the final outcome is in Racine and it reads operating while revoked revocation due to alcohol control substance refusal because I paid the tickets and I did not know I needed that thing in my car, which is still in my car. 
So yeah, maybe we can have Captain Xander just clarify that because you're you're right what it says on CCAP, but I think there's something you can't see on CCAP. Absolutely, you you wouldn't be able or you wouldn't have access to your DOT records, which like I stated, show that on September 19th, 2019, there was an arrest. And then on 11 November 6th, 2019, a conviction for first offense OWI in the village of Mount Pleasant. And there is no indication again that this charge was dropped. Okay. Um, quest other questions from members of the committee for the applicant? Seeing none, is there any discussion from members of the committee? Or indeed a, a motion would be in order if folks uh, believe it appropriate. Um, Attorney Zillaby, did I see you raise your hand? I did, but then I quickly put it down because maybe I'm being premature, but I was going to suggest that um, you maybe refer it to the next meeting and give Captain Zanders and or the applicant an opportunity to, to um, establish the either that she wasn't convicted or that she was. I mean, I understand it shows on the DOT record, which is pretty accurate and reliable, but given what she's saying, um, Perhaps you want to refer it to the next meeting and allow for more follow-up on that. Sounds good. Thank you, Attorney Zillaby. Uh, um, Ms. Foley. Uh, yeah, motion to defer to the next meeting. Uh, move to refer to the next meeting. Seconded by Dr. Reese. Any discussion? Anyone opposed, please so uh, please do so by raising your hand. Dr. Reese, did you have a, yeah, go ahead. I was too slow on the discussion. Um, I just wanted to say um, for the applicant, um, this is important to verify before we can move forward. So just make sure that, um, that you maybe, I don't know if she has to contact the clerk's office or if Captain Sanders would reach out to her, but just to make sure that we close that loop. So I just wanted to offer that. Jim or Captain Zanders, will you follow up once we've done a bit more digging, I, I suppose? Yes, I can uh, reach out to the applicant. Sounds good, thank you very much. Um, again, uh, uh, just, uh, just making sure anyone opposed to the motion to refer to our next meeting. Seeing none, uh, we will refer to our next regularly scheduled meeting. Uh, that moves us on to item number, Dr. Reese. Sorry, point of order. It looks like Alder Carter has dropped off. Yes, she has. And we don't have Alder Miadzi present with us either. Uh, so, um, I guess, Jim, what, uh, uh, what uh, is the, the, the kind of, uh, have we heard from Alder Miyadze at all? I have not heard from Alder Miyadze. Uh, 
so I think uh, um, you know do, you know we do not have quorum to to proceed on action items, uh, and and not you know we can go back and, and double check, but in terms of the last item as well to see if Alder Carter dropped off before uh, we had uh, before the quorum piece of it. So that may uh, may invalidate the, the last uh, particular item as well. Uh, Jim, I, I guess a, a typical typical sort of preference. Are we kind of standing at uh, um, you know in order? Or are we automatically sort of kind of ending the, the 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 session due to the lack of quorum? I think that might be a question for uh, Attorney Reese. I don't know if we can take a, a recess and, and give my email a chance to reach out to Alder Mianzi. Yeah, Attorney uh, Brist, any any suggestions? Unless we see an opportunity to gain a, um, a quorum in the next few minutes, I think we probably have to adjourn because we lack a quorum. Jim, can we try reaching out to Alda Miadzi? Yep, I just sent email. I'll, I'll give his number that I have for call. And Alder Carter did say she'd be coming back, so I don't, I, we didn't, I forgot to ask her how long that would be. So maybe we could, um, I could actually text her to see. Yeah, that would be that would be helpful. But we would have to basically stand informal until she came back because we can't adjourn and uh, then come back because um, the citizens aren't going to understand what's going on. So why don't we um, stand informal until uh, uh, such time as we potentially, you know, hear back from Alder Miadzi or Alder Carter, uh, and so thus not conducting any uh, business. Uh, does that uh, does that satisfy the requirement, uh, Attorney Brust? Yes, as long as we don't stretch it out too long. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I, I don't suppose there are many here who would like to be informal for uh, three hours, uh, uh, but never know, never know. who require uh, interpretation um, know what's happening? Well, the interpreter is here and they're on a separate line where they're able to hear what we're saying and uh, they're able to hear what the, uh, the interpreter is able to tell them what we're saying right now. That sounds good. So, um, uh, and last item to, to wrap up, uh, Jim, we'll, we'll uh, um, we go back and just, um, uh, item number two has to be on our next agenda anyway, regardless of whether I think Alder Carter was, was present or not. Uh, so I think it is irrelevant, but just for the record, I think we should go back and just verify when Alder Carter left uh, and uh, if needs be kind of um, nullify the, the, the motion. Is that fair, Attorney Brist? If we lost quorum before, uh, if if you can tell from the recording that when when she left, yes, you could do that. I'll check. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to see it from the recording, but yeah, I have five fifty four p.m. Jim, I, but whether or not you can, yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> yeah, I I will defer on on that piece, but in any I don't think it has a substantive difference anyway. Yeah because the item has to come up on the next agenda either way. So due to a lack of quorum, uh, we will adjourn the meeting. Uh, 
thank you to those able to attend uh, this evening. I'm, and I'm sure uh, we'll be discussing kind of rescheduling uh, uh, potentially in the near future. So thank you very much, everyone. Have a good evening.